Okay, um, I find Anzac Day absolutely fascinating, and there are so many angles you can go down it. I want to focus mainly on its centrality to our society and how it operates as a civil religion. So, civil religion is loosely defined as any social practice that elevates the status of mortals and includes the ritualistic events to complement these values. Anzac Day fits quite nicely into this framework. For starters, Anzac Day is an annual day, annual celebration where the public have the day off, just like Christmas or Easter. And surrounding the event are many myths that push up the importance of the holiday. Um, the deification of fallen soldiers is a good starting point, and the clearest manifestation of this comes in the annual reading of the poem The Ode. Um, it's quite well known. It goes, They shall not grow old, as we that are left grow old. Age shall not weary them, nor the years condemn. At the going down of the sun, and in the morning, we will remember them. Reading the poem is quite a ritualistic process in and of itself, as it occurs at every Anzac Day ceremony across the country, which includes public institutions like schools. And I personally remember it being one of the first poems I knew of by heart, which means that the government is prioritizing this mythology for the younger generations. And the first line illustrates my point perfectly, the, they shall not grow old as we that are left grow old. Immediately the fallen diggers are elevated to a status far beyond non-diggers and they are immortalized through their memory. We still elevate the status of military servicemen and women on this day as they are given the space to march down the center of their city to appalling crowds, applauding crowds, um, for the Anzac Day Parade. And I would also like to point out that it's interesting how all these contributing mythologies and stories really do marginalise a lot of Australia. I can't really think of who else is celebrating apart from true blue seventh generation Australians. Uh, the way I see it, Anzac Day has two atmospheric elements to it. The funeral and the wake, providing a polarising emotional experience unlike any other holiday. Uh, we begin the day crusty and tired at a very solemn service around 5am and it's similar to a funeral. It's quiet, people are reflecting on themselves and others, they are pondering on the experience of powers bigger than themselves and this arena is where the myths associated with the diggers thrive. It's where the reading of the ode often occurs, then followed by a minute of silence where you're basically forced to be sad and think about all the fallen soldiers. But then the daytime allows us to compensate for such grief by celebrating to a greater extent than normal, just like a wake. Uh, first thing that comes to mind is drinking. As it's a public holiday, everyone has work off. And what do Australians love to do when they have no responsibilities? It's drink. There is even a marketing campaign pushed by the RSL club body that encourages everyone to raise the glass to the troops this Anzac Day. Secondly is gambling. Everyone gets a kick out of the game that is legal only on Anzac Day. Two up. Obviously, it has a historical value, as diggers often played it, uh, so it can easily be read as a further ritualistic practice that attempts to capture the spirit of the fallen soldiers. Um, it's, it's fascinating. that if you, if you draw a straight line from the Prime Minister's desk in Parliament House, out the front doors, down the front lawn, across Lake Burley Griffin, and up Anzac Parade, you will arrive on top of the tomb of the unknown soldier in the Anzac War Memorial. 
looking at this from the perspective of a future anthropologist, these two structures are parallel institutions. It speaks volumes about the value we place on the whole event of Anzac Day. It is geographically and socially parallel to the highest form of authority over our nation. However, I want to end on a bit more of a light-hearted note, and um, I stumbled across an interesting fundraising campaign during my research. Uh, in 2014, Australian RSL clubs offered a promotion where, for the very reasonable price of $2.65, you could call a temporary number and enjoy a minute's silence over the phone, with all funding going towards renovating various clubs across Australia.